18 months since your favourite podcast abruptly came off the air. Largely due to the incarceration of Charlie Norton. But tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are celebrating the return of Charlie Norton, Goldie Metcalf, and Midnight in Baghdad. Charlie, welcome back into the studio after all this time. Great to be back. It, absolutely. Free man. It is great for you to come back a free man. This is the first time you've been under house arrest basically for, for 18 months. And social media and everything limited. Yeah, my account shut down. Yeah. So it must be exhilarating to be here. It's exhilarating but also frightening um, because I'm nervous. I feel the world outside has changed and I presume a lot of what's going to happen tonight is, is you'll kind of fill me in on that. Yeah, well, if I, as I said, we sent yeah. you some stuff during the week there so you could actually kind of get adjusted. So I want to see what kind of stands out from your point of view in relation to it too. But it is great to have you back. And I must admit, I'm a little bit nervous as well. It's, uh, 18 months is a long time out of the game. Yeah, It really is. And there's been people have been wondering, where have they gone? What have they done? What happened? They've heard rumours. Um, we won't go into too much detail in relation to it, but can't. <laughs> uh, we can't for... for, for I guess personal and, and indeed legal reasons we shouldn't get into it. Um, <clears throat> but we're celebrating your return and the return of Midnight in Baghdad. But we're also celebrating something, and, and I'll cheers you to that. Return of the MIB. Return of MIB. Um, we're also celebrating something else today. Really? We're celebrating the birthday of uh, a former guest and uh, probably longtime fan of the show. Uh, Norman Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember Norman Smiley? I do, yeah, with the pictures of his old um, town hall or whatever it was. No, no, you're thinking of Buzz Holloway, and we'll you no, know, we'll get to, we'll get to him later on. Norman, no, I don't remember Norman then. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to him later on. Uh, he actually wrote to us, um, but we yeah no. Let's talk about Norman Smiley. Norman, the American guy that we had on the show. Do you remember? Oh yes, yes, I remember him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's Norman's birthday today and we want to wish you a very happy birthday. I know you're eagerly awaiting uh, to see this particular episode. But it kind of got me wondering, who else's birthday is it today? <laughs> and uh, would you believe, you, you uh, Norman, you share your birthday with a lot of kind of famous people. Um, as I think <laughs> most of us do to some respect. I suppose, yeah. Um, but who's he sharing it with? Robert Patrick. Uh, he, I think he was the Terminator, wasn't he? Yeah, Terminator he was one, too. Yeah, uh, now um, uh, a victim of the Me Too movement, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I can't confirm that. I, I do possibly, <laughs> and and I don't mean to be blasé about that, but who isn't these days? You yeah, know, so. I, I meant I meant it generically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not that we're making an allegation. No, okay. <laughs> no, but like seriously, you have to be careful what you're saying. We're on camera now, mate. For Christ's sake, <laughs> do you know what I mean? You gotta watch that stuff. Uh, Brian Adams <laughs> turned sixty today, the fifth of November, twenty nineteen. Just in case you're wondering, folks, are you all right, Charlie? I just I don't want to say what I know about him. Okay, Brian Adams. Yeah, fun, fun fact. In addition to singing the popular song from the movie, Adams had a small role in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> we know how he got that, don't we? Harvey <laughs> uh, uh, Weinstein. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh. A great producer in his time and not found guilty of any uh, wrongdoing at this time. This trial started this week. It, it, uh, it has commenced and we, we, you may hear about it on a, a future show. Uh, <laughs> Sam Rockwell. 
is turns fifty one today, which is very very interesting. He's a good actor, yeah. Yeah, he he, he surely is. Uh, you feel he never made a big big huge in the way he could have, like. No, but he's he's there. You know, you'd know him. Do you know what I mean? If you came out the street, you'd know who yeah. he was. He's he's good. Um, <clears throat> Matthew McConaughey. How do you say that name? Is also it, yeah. his birthday today. Is, um, is he still alive? Yes, he is. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's he was still, at Death's Door that time. That was in the film. One of the films he did. Yeah, in fairness. Um, and we're looking at uh, Des Bryant, uh, former Cowboys wide, wide, wide receiver, <coughs> wide okay. receiver. Uh, went to the Saints, and I think he's a, I think he's a free agent at the moment. You know your stuff, or is this? Uh, no, because Des Bryant would be from the cor- former former Cowboys uh, receiver. So uh, okay. Norman is a Cowboys fan, so I thought it'd be relevant to bring That's it up. Very nice. So a lot of stuff happening out there, a lot of people's birthdays, and it's kind of amazing when you hear about people's having the same birthdays as other people. I, but it's yeah. not really, is it? No, I suppose. I, I actually saw it there just before you clicked down. You mentioned Brian Adams's birthday. Yes. And then when I was looking at the it's list, it's actually of other Ryan Adams as well. as well. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That is a killer. Yeah, it's Ryan Adams' birthday as well, and Ryan gets so annoyed when he's confused with Brian, mm. and it obviously not helped by the fact that they have the same birthday. Um, a victim of the Me Too movement, and I'm I'm not joking this time. Oh really? Yes. In, into Ryan or Brian? Ryan. Okay, <laughs> Ryan with Ryan an R. Adams. Yeah. yeah. Um, what happened there? Tell us. I used to like him, and um, I remember I always have fond memory of my first girlfriend bringing her to see him, and he was wearing like really tight blue jeans, and we were up near the top, and all the girls around me—it was mainly girls at it, even though I think he's a great musician—but uh, they were all loving him, but it was just his ass. But um, I was checking like had he released anything recently because he was very very prolific at least one album a year usually two mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and I hadn't heard anything from him in a while and it turns out yeah he's he's gone total radio silence because um, he's been accused of not of rape but of psychological uh, exploitation and sexual exploitation but not rape whatever the difference is but there's no court case or anything he hasn't been arrested as yet but it was an autobiography by, by one of his exes and then other people came forward so interesting that it, is that actually true? Genuinely, because uh, yeah. I I don't I want to be careful here that we're not going to be liable. You've researched that, and it's D. Ryan Adams for the fifth of November birthday. Who's the singer? Yes, no, no, not the famous singer. <laughs> different guy. A completely different <laughs> yeah. guy. A completely different Ryan Adams. No, no. Uh, it's I just yeah I'd like to confirm that it's not the the musician. Sorry, it's not. Yeah, so no. <laughs> it's just a random Ryan Adams. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The yeah. actor. <laughs> <laughs> Is there an actor, Ryan Adams? <laughs> Are you thinking of Ryan? Are you, no, you're not thinking about Ryan Gosling. <laughs> no, Ryan Reynolds. Is that who you're thinking of? Well, uh, yeah, but he hasn't been accused of anything. So you're talking about Ryan Adams? Yeah. yeah he, oh, I'd like to apologise for making all that up. Um, he's a singer-songwriter. Yes. Yeah. His birthday is today. Yeah. Is he just Ryan Adams, the son of Ryan Adams? No. No, they're not. So, but look, scroll down there. No, no, I on. don't want to get into a whole thing of that. looking at the internet. You should have all this research. Just, just click back, just one for one second. But I think, I think what's important here is that <laughs> there's no allegations of click sexual mis- misconduct whatsoever. Click down. <laughs> you used the word <laughs> sexual misconduct, and it's right there. Okay, okay, we're starting to see some evidence. I've a lot to say. I'm going to soon because the truth matters. Singer rights. All right, so we can confirm that what you're saying is true. Wow, that's, and, um, that's shocking. Shocking. <laughs> Look, that they're saying that they're right. Didn't I? Oh, 
It's that is, that is that is unbelievable stuff. Uh, well, at, at the end of the day, happy birthday to Norman, and we hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to us. Um, Charlie, talk to me about. I'm not sure what that sound is. Um, I thought we were in airport mode. <laughs> you told me, yeah. Well, okay, go on anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, but as you you know, eighteen months is a long time. So what? has shocked you recently in all the material that you were sent uh, to summarise the last 18 months what, what you know if, and I'd like you to refer to your notes if you need to what what shocked you about the world what's the latest news story that's bugging you from, from the last 18 months like what's the most surprising one and I'm sure you have this in, in your notes this no is we're, we're at this section now <laughs> sorry where you, 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 you take out your notes uh, actually I yeah, I didn't do any research on that at all. I'm really sorry. No, I hold my hand up for that one. Okay. Uh, sorry. So you've no, you don't have the stories. I thought we were doing the crazy stories from the last week. That format. Yes. Um, that's, yes sorry. That's, that's what we're doing. Sorry. <laughs> what did you think I meant? I, I don't know. We thought we were on Ryan Adams there. <laughs> no, no, we've moved away from Ryan. Okay. Ryan Adams. Now, what I noticed <clears throat> in in previous shows that you did, and it was very subtle but very, very well organised. <coughs> it was only when I re-listened to some of the shows that I noticed you had a kind of thematic approach. You, you were moving like a stepping stone across a pond, yes. taking us through, for example, the World Cup team in, in episode one of season four. Uh, so I don't have any thematic basis, but maybe you can flow into certain things you've heard from. Absolutely, I will. But, and I did pick up on that myself as well. It was actually expertly done, wasn't it? The, the journey you were taking yeah. on. I did, I did notice it, that It myself. was brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And <clears> I think you. that's why you should re-listen to some of the old shows. Um, but anyway, you mentioned airport mode. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to, on the spot, have a thematic link there. I don't know if you heard about this chap. He is a man who um, was caught at the airport for... So <laughs> I think I know. Is this Amrick? Yes. Yes. Go on. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt your story. Go on. Tell, tell us. Uh, so this chap, he's only in his early 30s and he was trying to board a plane in Delhi disguised as an 81-year-old. So he had a fake passport. Yeah. So he's wrapped up. He has his beard all dyed white because he's an Indian. And um, But the officers got suspicious when they were asked. Now, he was, he was stopped for a random search. So I, I wonder if they're suspicious by viewing him. Um. It wasn't because he was an Indian anyway, because it was in an Indian airport, so it would have been definitely random in that aspect. Okay. But <clears throat> he wouldn't, they asked him to stand up, and he was a bit dodgy, he wouldn't get out of the, the wheelchair, even though they had special aids to help old people stand up. So he was exposed, and when they looked closely at him, they realised like the bottom of his beard was black and so on. So, two things jumped out at me. Um, he was pretending to be a woman. No, he was pretending to be an 81-year-old man. Oh, right, okay. And he had a fake passport of an 81-year-old okay. man. And the, and the man's name is Amrik Singh, the, this fake yes, passport. Yes, the, the actual chap who was doing it hasn't been identified. So I know it's not funny, but I found it actually quite worrying. Because I looked up a lot of news websites trying to find more information, of which there is none. So there's two questions that I think um, haven't been dealt with yet in the media. The first one, he was trying to board a flight to New York. Okay. Now... Why was he disguising himself to try to get from India to New York? Because the man, the 32-year-old, the as far as I can see, has no crimes against him. He's not on a watch list. That's what I was thinking. He must be on a watch list and he's trying to, you know, get into America illegally. But he's not. So why would you think someone would fake a passport to say they're 81 and then disguise themselves and put themselves in a wheelchair? 
to board a flight rather than use your own actual passport there, there, there has to be some kind of an agenda there yeah um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a negative or a bad thing could it have been an, a, an experiment could it have been uh, a YouTuber trying to say look this is what I did because you see a lot of that happening yeah. now look how I got into the stadium by wearing a yellow vest all this kind of stuff yeah uh, maybe just to see, could he do it? To expose uh, security, maybe. Or something. Maybe, yeah. Or um, maybe there is something more nefarious there. But yeah, it's definitely an interesting, an it's interesting a, one. Yeah. Now, it's, it's, it's not even second? interesting in and of itself. It's the fact that that no no newspapers seem to be asking that question. Like, America isn't saying, well, why was this person trying to come, board our, you know, come into our country? I just thought that was an interesting gap in that story that I would love to know more about. And the other uh, interesting thing was, so what, first of all, what do you think he was arrested for? Um, <clears throat> providing a false instrument to 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 get onto the plane, like false documentation. Interesting, yeah. So it had nothing to do with the flights. He was he was charged again. This sounds very vague, but charged now. Remember, it's an Indian. Uh, it's India, uh, charged with impersonation. Yeah, which suggests that's illegal. Absolutely, that's he. He obviously purported to be one person, when he was in fact a different person, and to do that he would need documentation to do yeah. so, which is I assume the paper's way of saying that he used a false instrument, himself. Himself. Okay. Very interesting. It is, and <coughs> it's it's actually very funny that you brought that up because this is going to be one of my stories, um, for the day. It's actually supposed to be one of my top stories. But we, we, we'll go straight into it. Have you read this situation where the Ukrainian adoptee accused by Indiana parents of being a 33-year-old woman speaks out? What? Yeah, I know. And we talked about fluidity and we're going straight into a similar situation. So what's happening here is this Indiana couple, like Indiana in America, uh, adopted a Ukrainian baby. <laughs> Actually, uh, a baby, like you know, the way you can adopt a child. Yes, no, yeah. a baby, an actual like a six-year-old child. They yeah, adopted yeah, yeah, a six-year-old yeah, yeah. child. A, a, yeah, yeah, who they say is actually thirty-three. Okay, and the whole thing has been a scam. That's crazy, extraordinary, isn't it? Uh, so Natalia Barnett, an orphan with dwarfism, opened up to Doctor <laughs> Phil in, in an exclusive interview about the accusation. So this has been on Doctor Phil, so it's, it is legitimate. Yeah. Uh, Barnett's adopted parents, Christine Barnett and Michael Barnett, believe she lied about her age and was actually a 22 or even a 33 year old woman. Jesus uh, Christ. She was abandoned by her parents uh, after they claimed they lied, but she lied about her age. And she ba- they basically her parents abandoned her they basically they basically <laughs> moved away from her and left her in an apartment. Uh, they did give her the apartment, but they gave her no means to kind of fend for herself. At what age was she? Uh, six or something or six or eight but they think she's 33 so oh sorry sorry this is the this is the story the parents were told yes right yeah um so they're divorced there now they got a doctor and the doctor <laughs> hold, hold on a second <laughs> what the, the parents of the the adopting parents the, yeah they got divorced they end up getting divorced okay. they adopted her in 2010 and a doctor determined she was estimated to be around eight years old all right in 2014, she came to the US through an adoption in 2008 from her native Ukraine, and they adopted her two years later. Uh, but now some doctors are saying that she's actually 33. Right. Well, I, for, I, 
I don't think Dr. Phil is an actual doctor. <laughs> no, but so. they employed the experts to come in and do it. Okay. So Dr. Phil's expert doctors think the woman is, is 33. I wonder, like, I know you can test bones when someone's dead. Like when, you know, when an autopsy has been carried out, you can tell roughly someone's age. But how would you determine someone's age when they're alive? Is there a I skin test? I think you can do, or? like, bone density checks and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and presumably then so this woman the, would have so had to agree recently to let them a, do that to her. They recently told ABC News, Good Morning is America, that they believe Natalia could be old at 33. In her interview with Dr. Phil, the host asks Natalia if she's a 33-year-old scam artist. She's painted you as an evil dwarf that's going to poison a coffee <laughs> or stab them in their sleep. They say you scammed them, lied about your age and terrorised them. Like Apparently the kid threatened to murder the parents and stuff like this. Right. Uh, and Natalia replied, <laughs> I don't cheers. blame her for accusing her of being an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, it's, it's not true at all. Um, so they were charged with child neglect. Um, Wait, hold on, hold on. So the parents were charged? Charged with child neglect. And is this only then they came up with the story that she's 33? Yes. Yeah. Fuck off, that's brilliant. Yeah. This uh, is their defence. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and then... Why did you want to get rid of you? Why did they want to get rid of you so badly? A six or seven year old child living in an apartment alone for a year. That's just not believable to me, he says. I guess it comes down to whether or not you're an evil psychopath demon child that's come here to murder everybody. The Ukrainian female of an indeterminate age asked, says she just wants people to hear my side. Uh, there's now a gag order on the case. <laughs> so the opposite happened of what you wanted. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so it's still they haven't decided what's going to happen yet. But that's, that's fascinating. How that that's this week, is it? That's just this week. In the last week or two. And now, there actually, is a film. It, the Orphan. Mm. They actually quote it. I was look when I looked into some further research in relation to it, uh they mentioned the film that it was actually the exact plot yeah. from the film <laughs> The Orphan, which was out like two years previous or something <laughs> like that. Do you know what I mean? Oh. It's crazy. Who do you believe in that circumstance, you know? Yeah. Immediately, you probably start thinking. Crazy Thank God parents. the parents hadn't watched like, say, Private Ryan or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think my daughter is a teenage fan. <laughs> no, but like seriously, like it's 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 insane. And what was I going to say there was the one of the, the important factors is that if you see the pictures, and in fairness to the parents, it, I we can't show you the pictures, obviously. Uh, for those watching on camera, I didn't print them off because I didn't think we'd be looking at you tonight. But she does look a lot older than six. Like, she? Oh, she looks like 33. Like, so yeah. they probably just have some mad looking thing. Um, but the Ukraine, of course, is where Chernobyl happened. It is. It so is. it could be a deformity, a birth defect that's made her look old or whatever. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. This girl has had no fucking luck. If, if, if it's a six-year-old girl, <laughs> she's Scott born in a place where the worst nuclear radiation release in the world has ever happened. She, if, uh, if her story is yes. true, she's... No, the, the radiation in, in... I just watched the show. The radiation in Chernobyl was more than 300 times the atomic bomb. Really? In Hiroshima. Now, I'm sure there are more. Hiroshima, yeah. You say Hiroshima? Okay. Um, yeah, 3,000 times more. And they yeah. and they sent Russian men to push the boulders back into the reactor. But anyway, um, then if her story is true, at the age of six, her parents abandoned her. She's brought over to a new country. And now her new parents have just disowned her. 
so she's had no luck. Very little. As, as well as looking like an old person. Yeah, now she may have no connection whatsoever to, to Hiroshima Adams. or fucking <laughs> Chernobyl or any of those disasters whatsoever. <laughs> Just so to clarify that, it may not be connected at all. We don't know. Um, but yeah, interesting. But that, yeah, that's I thought, a fascinating I, story. I thought that was a clever uh, way to, to put them together. And to I think we'll have to uh, definitely follow up that story, like put a Google alert or something. To find out what happens. There's a great link there, and, and you'll be delighted to hear I have a link as well now. Okay. <clears throat> so you mentioned that the girl's <clears throat> adopted parents were were breaking up, <laughs> divorced, yes. and so on. Yeah. Oh, sorry, no, excuse me. They were charged with neglect, but they've also got divorced. Yeah, correct. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a really interesting story about a woman who went out of her way to avoid a divorce. Um, now, this is not this week. This happened during the summer. But it was such a good story, I couldn't let it pass. Okay. Um, in, I, I'd love to say Indiana, but I think it's in Texas. Um, if you just give me a few minutes here now. Yeah, and the, the sound of the page is moving is not it's a more, problem. It's more realistic. It was in, um, yeah, Texas. So a, a man, a very wealthy man was, was going to divorce his wife and she knew it. So she hired a hitman to kill her husband so that, so that obviously she didn't want to lose out in the divorce settlement. Yeah. But the husband had anticipated this. He thought she was out to kill him. So he had contacted the Texas, um, they don't call them cops. They, what Texas they, Rangers. Texas Rangers. Yeah. And uh, they decided to carry out your favorite thing, Sting, on on the woman so um, a neighbour had also contacted the police as well saying that I think this woman will try to kill her husband so there was a kind of I suppose a corroborating yeah. story <clears throat> and he said that how, the police said how do you know and, he, and this neighbour says well she asked me how, would I know a hitman that you could hire right which sounds stupid is this and woman blonde I, actually she, I don't know her identity they kept the identity quiet okay. sounds but, um, bizarre it is. Uh, it's it's crazy. But it gets worse. So the Texas Rangers obviously believed this. So they contacted the woman. And she met a Texas Ranger undercover, thinking he was the hitman. She paid him... Um, well, how much do you think she paid him to kill her husband? In the States? Yeah. Uh, $20,000? I would have thought, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'd want. She gave him two thousand dollars. Wow! So the cop obviously took it, but she wasn't suspicious, like that a man was prepared to kill for someone that, for, for, so for two thousand dollars. Yeah. Maybe they are. Maybe that's the rate. We could be maybe, just out of yeah. touch. We're off the air. Maybe that, eighteen months. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it might show something about the attitude to, to the value of life in America. I don't know. But it it two thousand dollars is suspicious. It is. But the woman didn't get suspicious anyway, so she paid him. And then to make it realistic, and we can put this picture, I'm sure, up on YouTube after or on, on the, the Facebook page. Oh, is that, the, is that the, selective? Is we, it? My head looks like it is, yeah. Um, so the, the Texas police to went that one step further. They made up the husband to look dead, and they took a picture of him and sent it to the woman. Um, so anyway, she, she was convicted. Uh, sorry, she, she pled guilty. So they caught her. She got 20 years a long time for isn't not it? killing your husband not killing your husband yeah. but uh, I like the link there um, she was trying to avoid divorce so it's a it's a pretty weak link it's, it's a link it's a link it's a link but it's it's, it's, yeah. it's fairly fairly weak but we'll continue on it's not a problem well you want to talk about that story an interesting 
of there to you, like apart from two thousand. Um, do you, are you surprised by the police um, agreeing to this kind? Of, it's very much like a movie, really. It is. It sounds like yeah. a movie. It sounds like your, your stereotypical story that you yeah. see. Yeah, it does. It does. It's very unorthodox. But I think movies affect people a lot, don't they? And, and they give encourage our <laughs> imagination. You know, so people probably just copy shit out of movies. Yeah. And it gets more outrageous. What What movie would you copy to make your life? <coughs> event in your life? Make a, a an event in my life? Yeah, if you're going to be saying, oh yeah, well this happened to me. What movie would you take? Um, falling Down. <laughs> just go and blow everyone away like right yeah uh, you feel kind of sorry for him i know i'm only joking uh, that, yeah you do feel sorry for him in fairness but uh, know, it was just it was a, sh- a shitty day for him in fairness it's been hard 18 months yep. i don't know um michael that... douglas has not lost his wife and kids has he he's still married in the in the film in, in no in real life um he, i think he's still still with her still with uh, mrs jones yeah, yeah. Um, or Miss Douglas I suppose that she'd be called now but I, I don't know is the honest answer to that question okay um, but that is I can't remember the question what was it are they still together no would you like uh, <laughs> what film would I if oh, I yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. to Oh, you wouldn't. You're joking about falling down, were you? Oh, yeah, you couldn't say that because you don't. You wouldn't. You dream. just did. <laughs> you, you would, <laughs> it's yeah. up there forever. I know, but you wouldn't dream of actually. Doing that in reality, you wouldn't be able to get your hands on a, an automatic weapon. That's true too. Yeah. That's true, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Something nice, though. You dream of something nice, a peaceful life, like you know. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose we all do. We do indeed. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you're gonna ask me what I'd pick as my movie. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me, Charlie, uh, if it was your situation, what would your choice of movie I'd be pick guilt it's a great film Philip Seymour Hoffman okay what, what is he in that film um, well he's accused of being a paedophile <laughs> okay and why would you want to live that life I just feel the a man who's been accused of something he didn't do and remorselessly attacked for that for 18 months without cease <laughs> and no one believing his side of the story I think um that's why I think it, it says something to me about my life. It's awkward that he's accused of pedophilia, but uh, no connection at all to my life there. <laughs> well, thanks for... Categorically. Okay, thanks for sharing that with us. Uh, I really don't know what to say. We probably uh, won't be hearing this episode, <laughs> for God's sake. Okay. Um, yeah, well, thanks for, for enlightening us with, us with all that kind of stuff. Um, we can just edit it out remember the time we used to do editing remember we had time for editing um, I'm going to say something to you now to a story that I came across mukbang what does that mean to you mukbang if I had to random like you want me to randomly associate I'd imagine one of those you know those on Sunday afternoon the guys on the motorbikes and the, the, the muck squirts up into the camera like it's a cross country riding or whatever that's what comes so into my mind you, like you think it's like motorbike yeah. yeah with lots of mud does I suppose in a way in a sense you're actually correct really? you know you're completely wrong <laughs> but in a way in a way I think you're actually yeah. correct there because the mud could be visualised for something that we're going to talk about now in a second okay. uh, a would-be YouTube star is filming herself scoffing over five and a half thousand calories in one sitting in a bid to become famous uh, Charna 
who's 22, will eat anything her 40,000 strong online audience requests (laughs) from a Chinese takeaway from four to 50 chicken wings. She's quit her full-time job to devote more time to her viral mukbang or eating show videos, which she plans to post twice a week. Uh, The videos where hosts binge eat while interacting with their fans were made famous in South Korea. So this is, you can definitely see this starting off Jeez. in one of those Asian countries, can't you? Yeah. People being excited to see other people eat. Yeah. Uh, this is now, fascinating. What is four and a half thousand calories? Like, five and a half thousand calories. So what would, It'd be double what you eat every day. Oh, I know, but in terms of a takeaway, would a takeaway be two thousand calories? Like a, a normal takeaway? Yeah, probably. Close so to two of those. And then she presumably eats nothing else for the rest of the day then and gets you, herself sick or whatever. You don't know. She is a big girl now in the pictures. Is she? So this has caught on. She's loaded from it. Yeah, well, she's she's looking to... like she's Each video costs her about €100 Euro or hundred pound, and she spent a grand so far <coughs> buying mountains of dishes from fast food joints, but has started to earn money from the videos and says it should become her full-time career. Oh my God. Weighing in at 16 stone, 4 foot 11 <laughs> in China... <laughs> You know, you can see where you're going there. <laughs> she said, I enjoy it and it gives me confidence. I can see the lad in, in like Supermax. She's like, oh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can become a full-time career move. My ultimate aim is to try and do the 10,000 calorie challenge. What is the 10,000 calorie challenge? <laughs> in, in one meal. In one meal. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to have a goal in life. You in do. fairness to your charity. And we wish you we have a previous winner of that competition <laughs> sitting here at the table today. Well, there you go. But, no, uh, fair play to you, Charna. And, you know, we all have to have goals in our life. And, in fairness, she has something. She's happy. So, why judge her? What age is she? Roughly 22. Like? Uh, no, exactly. She's 22. Okay. That just um, sounds... I feel very sorry for her. But, you know, the fucker would probably be famous she'll be famous like and probably crazy. die at a relatively young age yeah you know but best of luck you Richard Charna if that's the life you choose but I find it fascinating fascinating <laughs> <laughs> fascinating but uh, yeah it is interesting but you know what kind of I wanted to kind of get back to the whole Korea thing uh, what country is this girl from she's from England <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah, she's from England, but uh, what the mukbang is the kind of Korean for eating show. So this is how it started. It started in Korea. It's phenomenal. It's a phenomenon over in Korea. Uh, but is this because Asian people are generally healthy people and and thin? I would have and thought, thin. Yeah. So why has this become famous, and why is this caught on in Korea and these kind of places? And it kind of got me wondering: Are they living? their eating enjoyment experience by paying someone else to do it for them and they so they get the pleasure of the food being eaten but they don't get any of the calories it's a it's basically a diet it's taste what you think extreme yeah that's an interesting theory i'd say we're not too far away from also having that interactive where they can watch the video and get the smell, maybe, and the taste on their tongue without yeah. calories. Yeah. But it could be. It's so it's kinda of like porn is what you're saying. It's food porn essentially, yeah. yeah. So you're you're getting as close to the experience as you can. I don't know. Like do you think that is what it is? Or is I it just it, people watching it kind of disgusted? Uh I think I'll never be like her. I don't like my body, but yeah, I'll never I, be like her. I think it could start out like that, but then they might see it as do you know what? Like if she's that bad, then surely I'm not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like a, an excuse for them. That's worrying, but 
but uh, it can work both ways. Story. It can yeah. work both ways. It can actually maximise both markets there because they have the people who won't eat it and the people who will eat it. They've they've captured a, a whole audience there. But best of luck to you, Charna. I'm going. Um, I'm going to probably sound naive here, but I'm. I'm just wondering if if you could update me in the last eighteen months. Um, I'm guessing there's YouTube channels with the opposite scenario where girls who are bulimic like can read minds <laughs> yeah. jeez that takes me back but yeah can girls who have bulimia like it has them maybe even not eating the food but you're puking it up on camera something that you'd think would be very private I haven't seen it I, I look into it for you okay. but uh, I wouldn't. I genuinely wouldn't be surprised this day and age because the internet caters for everything whether it's on the the normal internet or the dark web or whatever uh, so you'd be saying you're going to find something you're going to find yeah, whatever yeah, you want I think to be honest out there yeah. you know that's the reality of it uh, but staying on the food <coughs> team theme uh, a man I, and I saw you looking at this a minute ago a man sparks outrage after filming himself eating cereal with water is he wrong now Obviously, this is interesting to us personally for a very father, obvious, yeah. for, for your father, <laughs> very obvious reason. Uh, so that's why it stood out <laughs> to me initially. But at the other point was like sparks outrage, like what? It's such an exaggeration, yeah, isn't, isn't it? it? Like, have you heard about this? Is there people protesting on the <laughs> streets? You know, what does outrage mean? Yeah. Somebody put a comment up, going, "Oh, that's disgusting." Yeah. That's what. I think gets three or four likes. <laughs> yeah. At that and and then the news article picks it up <laughs> as outrage. Like I, have, I love here that they showed up to the camera that that it's in total capitals. Oh, total capitals! Uh, yeah. Outrage! Oh, Just in case like, you didn't get it. Yeah, it, it's phenomenal what they deem outrage. But it, it's interesting because I was looking at crazy stories this week, and there were similar ones. Like I didn't click into them, but it was like a woman. Um, could be something like a woman causes outrage with the pictures she puts of her children, you know, on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Or there was one like um. It was, it was a, in in a school in England. Uh, a photographer and he's photographer photographer. He's listing his services for taking pictures of the you know the parents' children, and he's basically got a service for airbrushing them. And again, there was the article causes outrage. You know, among parents, like you don't have to get the airbrushing. You don't have to pay for it. You know, I know they're making a bigger point that it's, you know, like that we shouldn't be trying to airbrush our kids. We should love them the way they are, but outrage. Like you say, it's probably one or two parents. You know, a parent walking out the door saying, "I don't really think he should have done that." You know, I think it's yeah, it's clickbait. Oh, clickbait is really what it is. I thought that was different. <laughs> what? I thought that was different. <laughs> well, it's the same kind of thing. Uh, they wanted to press it because when you see Jesus, what was the outrage? They wanted to press the fucking link. Yeah. Do you know what always gets me? The lowest um, Peter Griffin ones. Yeah, yeah. Like sexual ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always come up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Have why. you ever clicked on one? <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> sure, yeah. no, no, I definitely haven't. I definitely <laughs> haven't. <laughs> you never have. I don't on any so. kind of those cartoons like Marge Simpson. No, no, no. Yeah, look, I can, <laughs> yeah, just out of curiosity. <laughs> I genuinely, I wouldn't be into it. I, I know, but neither would I. Don't I. See, I don't see the point. And Jessica Rabbit, maybe, but no, Marge. There has, there's, Marge. There has to be movies about Jessica Rabbit, presumably. I'd say so. I'd say so. But not even out of curiosity. I mean, some of the shit you've clicked on, you won't click on a cartoon. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not even watching a cartoon at that point. <laughs> Imagine you're so hammered. You let your kids like watch cartoon. You don't see the difference. And you just fuck up Family Guy. 
and it's the family guy porn that's the danger porn, that's the it? danger so you should be careful with your internet and your parental settings well, at least that's one thing those parents in New York don't have to worry about <laughs> Yeah, she's not six. They get in trouble. <laughs> like she fucking dirty three. <laughs> she God loved him. Us. God loved him. Um, but yeah, so this guy he basically uh, revealed he eats cereal with water rather than milk. It shows the video shows him digging into a bowl of hoop shaped cereal doused in water. Captioned: "I am a true believer that cereal water is better. The taste of milk conflicts with the taste of cereal, whereas water does not." And it's very interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, you're still getting some texture. The water does not ruin the taste of the cereal. So you start getting people abusing them over doing this and he's getting death threats and all sorts it's of crazy. crazy stuff happening, isn't it? And he said he doesn't actually drink the water afterwards. Not really, you might drink the milk oh, afterwards. Right. He doesn't do that. It's more for texture rather than... That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did he get death threats? I'm sure like he got some pleasant comments as well. Like I, I, well, I, un- I agree with you. I it's find a, that it's I unpopular like- opinion anyway. I don't think nobody's actually threatened to kill him, but... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're attracting that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like you know what I mean it's just I'm trying to be outrageous like the article yeah. which okay. is the point you know um, oh, how do you feel about that like oh I'm seeing it's Fruit Loops or could they not fruit, say that because yeah, of copyright Sorry, okay. Fruit Loop Water okay um, um, that sounds pretty rank yeah um, but this, you... this comes only days ago after and the other article we talked about Mukbang was branded a sexy turn on so the whole people eating online for others' pleasure is, is, is a massive thing in, in various different ways, shapes, and forms. You have a story about the uh, the cereal without milk. Scenario. I do. Um, my father, God rest his soul, um, when we were young, used to... <laughs> many odd ways. Um, but one of his oddest was when he wasn't beating on us, he would come into the kitchen uh, in the morning and he hated the mornings. And he hated lights because they were too bright in his eyes in the morning. So he would eat in the darkness in the kitchen with all these layers wrapped around them. And related to this was my mum trying to be posh would take the, the actual, you know, where you have your plastic two liter milk. Yeah. But she couldn't put that on the table. Like she still goes mad if I have guests up or whatever and I put a two liter bottle of milk. She, she'll she go to the kitchen sink and decant it into a little fancy jug or whatever. So she had it in a jug. As, as you do. Yeah. And we'd always be used to that. So we would pour from that jug to get milk. But there was another jug, the same colour. And we'd have a squeeze. I don't know if you remember. The squeeze came in a little tin. Yeah. And you, you concentrated or whatever. So she obviously uh, made a lot of orange juice the previous day for us. The dad came down. <laughs> and he didn't want to look at the colours. Because he didn't want the light in his eyes. So he just picked, obviously picked the wrong colour one. Poured orange juice all over his cornflakes. He loved cornflakes. But which wasn't the funny thing, folks. Yeah, it wasn't the funny thing. The funny thing was that (laughs) (laughs) my father (laughs) insisted that Kellogg's were not going to get one up on him. (laughs) Those sly fucking multinationals. (laughs) So he sat there at the table and spited Kellogg's because the obvious thing you do would be you just go to the sink or you curse yeah. you go to the sink you pour your cereal out and start again but fair folks to my father if he was in The Great Escape that movie would have been an hour long not three hours because he sat there and he ate every drop of it and Kellogg's never got, never got their second bowl <laughs> he'll always have that one up on Kellogg's yeah. generally they didn't screw him over they didn't 
no. but I remember him saying that that it was like that they planted they, they designed the jugs the way they were or something is that right that yes. Kellogg's are in yeah. cahoots with the fucking pottery yeah. company or something to make there was, yeah there was something no, the milk company it was the milk company yeah so that somehow that, that they they manipulated my father into this and of course the great thing about this is you heard this story and then you decided to prank my father, if you remember. Yeah, I do, I do. So you, you decided to ring him. Can you remember that? And tell, I do. Tell us a little bit about that prank. Did I ring pretending to be a solicitor? Was that what it was? <laughs> was that what it was? Did I ring pretending to be a solicitor? No, you pretended you were, you were in marketing from Weedabix. <laughs> and you specified Weedabix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you remember that? No, and what happened there? I what was so you rang him. It was late at night, and the answer, "Hello," <laughs> like this. So you were saying, "Well, I'm just working here late in the office and whatever, and I'm in Weedabix, and we're going through old complaints." Yeah. So you managed. There was definitely a legal aspect to it, though. At all. I don't think so. I think it was. Um, I think it was you. You were. No, there was a different thing. A solicitor that was a different call. That oh. was the one he hung up on. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Um, no, this one was you were just going through like files, old complaints in the office, and you managed to convince him that he'd sent you a complaint. And of course, you deliberately were saying it was Weedabix, even though it was Kellogg's. Yeah, yeah. And um, you you were like just going through this, and you were wondering, you were just contacting to see if his complaint had been dealt with. I remember now, and I, and he uh, he recounted the actual story to us. Yes, he did. We must. And then he you convinced he actually did admit he sent the letter, which of course he never did complain him. Yeah, no, he didn't. But we convinced him that he had. You did, yeah. That was brilliant. Actually, we must find out find that. Uh, because yes. it's definitely somewhere. because then you gave him a reward do you and this this was the priceless thing about it you asked him do you have any children oh yeah 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 and he said no <laughs> he totally disowned you yeah. that was actually one of the first episodes of Midnight and Baghdad that was wasn't it fucking hell it was Midnight Express Midnight yeah. Express our, 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 our oh, kind God. of prototype show as you will anyway yeah interesting that, point. <laughs> That's, that was funny good moments well, I have no stories about serials, so I'm going to have to do a bit of an odd segue. Serial killers, maybe? Oh, good, good, yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, I have something about an African-American, but he actually isn't a serial killer. Okay. No, I don't have anything about a serial killer. I'm going to go for this one, because this probably interests you, um, and it's true, and it's so strange. There's a place called Porthcall in Wales. And you know these toilets? I, I actually have never gone into one, I'm going to be honest with you, because they do freak me out. I remember seeing them in France when I was younger as well. The self-cleaning toilets. You know, yes. where you pay 50 cent or whatever. You go in, you do the toilet, and it all and it kind of washes itself down completely. Yeah. Well, Porthcall are in Wales are introducing anti-sex toilets. So they're very conscious that people are going into these toilets and having sex. For the thrill or whatever. Or they might meet in a nightclub and on the way home. So like a little portal type of thing. Yeah, so they have the Yeah, well, no, they're permanent ones. Yeah. But yeah, you know what I mean? They'd be in a town square. Yeah. And it's kind of like a slidey door. They're very futuristic. So <clears throat> they are introducing anti-sex toilets because they uh, want to stop anti-social behaviour. So the first question I have is anti-social behaviour. Like, how is public sex, which is indecency or exposure or whatever it is, would you actually call it anti-social? I think they're trying to be somewhat polite. In relation to it, it's definitely not social behavior. I would have thought it's a prime example of social behavior. Not yeah, the act <laughs> itself is, but not in the public place. Okay, 
Do you know what I'm do, do, can you see the difference no, I, there? I do. So yeah. in that respect, it's antisocial. I think they're just being somewhat polite in relation to it. Okay, you don't have an issue with them calling. It. Okay, so anyway, what is the sex things? Would you imagine like how can a toilet be anti-sex? So yeah. I know you don't. You didn't obviously hear about this story. No, I haven't so, heard about the story. So yeah, but I have. Fun. I do have a toilet story though. Brilliant. Two of them actually, uh, which is good. A drink there. And relax. I will. I will. I am perfectly so, relaxed. So, so tell so, me what you think would make a toilet anti-sex. Well, the first thing you want to think about is uh, having spikes, <laughs> <laughs> spikes on the wall and stuff like that, so you can't lean against it. <laughs> oh, are you thinking like the dildos on the wall that you get the women like you know bend over? No, no, no. That would be encouraging. We, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is, this is anti. And you make this spike shape like that, or like this. No, but like you know, you put in spikes to stop people having a surface to you know press okay, themselves yeah. against. Okay. Um, maybe an alarm system. Pressure plates. If somebody, like, how would you have an alarm system? Like if two people go into the cubicle. Oh, go on, you're on the right track now. You're very close. Yeah, two people go into the cubicle. The cubicle will detect that it's too heavy for one person. Well done. There's one of them. Is that really one of yes. them? Yes. Now, do you have a wow. comment on who automatically reacted to that in a very negative way? Fat women. <laughs> and, and me too men also did <laughs> well, because they made a very good point they said yeah, so fat it's, men it's as well obviously two people go in yeah so they were saying like this person um had, had tweeted like i weigh as much as two children so it was a very fair point yeah you know that if it's going by weight to try to detect the number of people going in yeah that's very, very much yeah and also quite discriminatory against fat people because a fat person now would be too scared to use the toilet because of what happens when you well yeah I'd be be interested to see if you can figure out what is the the, what happens to the toilet but anyway you can imagine a fat person would now hold on to the toilet and it goes transparent and we'll come to that in a sec we'll come to that in a sec we have a problem for um, you're actually doing very good so what other what other issues are there that make some say I should be a detective uh, toilet (laughs) 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 you heard it here first and last (laughs) folks Um, what other anti-sex stuff so you're right with the weight one as I said the 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 walls the screens going transparent well we come to what happens yeah but what other measures would they have to detect if there was sex in the toilet alright movement Vibrations. Yes, very good. Uh, sensor movements to stop if there's any bumps or any violent kind of movement. Two out of two, folks. So, uh, well, you got the first one wrong, but yeah. Two, I, two I got the three. first one right. The one before the, the, the weight. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, but we're only but anyway, from um, <laughs> <laughs> So, you, you, you dealt with the, the weight-sensitive one really really well. So, what? how would the, the violent movement one be a problem? Well, obviously, if people were engaged in intercourse... There's going to be some trust. Oh, I, know, I know, yeah, but what if the, the what's the flaw in that one? Like you pointed out the flaw on the weight. Like Parkinson's. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what yeah. I was thinking. Like a Parkinson's <laughs> person trying to reach for the toilet roll is going to set off all the sensors. The cops arrive and you've just got a poor guy you can't even yeah, hold uh, the yeah. toilet roll. So. They're on the right track, but there's a bit Fuck. of fine tuning that's yeah, needed. A lot. <laughs> and I think uh, if you watch the show, I think heeds some advice because we pointed out it there for free. Yeah. So now, next bit of it. Um, what will happen when someone goes transfucking parent? I've told you. Yeah, you're times. right. The door opens. Yeah, so that you know. Do you know the doors? The, the yeah. big long wide door. So yeah, the door opens. And what else? 
other stuff happens as well. It's oh, really? funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I do it's it. Like, I'd say a lot of people do it just for the... Like, you get a light flashing on you and music and shit. Like, yes, and well, an alarm goes out. off yeah. and jets of water. I was going to say water starts spraying at you. Water starts yeah. spraying at you. No, <laughs> if that doesn't like, sound like that's a porn <laughs> like, that is I can see the bird rubbing it like it's oil <laughs> in a porno. <laughs> or yeah. like nine and a half fucking weeks. That's exactly what it is. How is that going to deter it? Yeah, it could encourage it. That's so I'm, I'm. I went to yeah. Porth Call last week. <laughs> Where is this again? Porth Call in Wales. Wow. Only in fucking Wales. That is brilliant. That is brilliant. I've one final point about it. Yeah. There is another anti-sex um, device. Is there a, is a restricted time limit for which you can be in the toilet? Okay. And how did I get you out? The do- then the system goes off. So the door is open, the alarm, and the jets of oh, water. Okay. So it's it's another. But what one if you like you get you have to run or something? Exactly. It's it's ridiculous. So so the three things they have are totally flawed. Like the time limit. M- one of my children goes into the toilet, and before she's even turned on the light, she's like, "Dad, I don't a poo." Yeah. I'm the exact opposite. I'm like I take my time. I'm so scared because I got piles a few times. So and I remember my mum saying, "You push too hard. You're trying to be too quick." So I take ages. Yeah, but also you've got the yeah, but the also you've got the other problem. You can take too quick, and you can take too fucking long, because your your body, your ass is not meant to be in that position. Like when we, <laughs> your ass might no, <laughs> no, but genuinely, your human's ass. Your, the actual proper way to to hold to on, we want to squat. We want to be respectful to all we sexualities do. here. You know, but for 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 male and females, the natural position is no, when like the back is straight, gazing. and you can have your tubing and shit straight inside you uh, is squatting and some I think of the Asian countries have uh, toilets where you squat to to fesic what do you t- to take defecate defecate fesic sounds like something out of defecate. a Christmas carol yeah fucking fesic but that's where it, that's what it is so you're actually sitting it on too long which could be actually causing the piles right because you're in an unnatural position your ass is falling out of itself but but I don't sit in it. I haven't had piles in a while, so it must be working. But yeah, no. What I mean is, I'm not rushing it anymore. I like literally. I don't even push, so it just comes. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair but enough. I think it's hygienic. But it's really interesting what you're saying. So you can, you got to get. The, it's all about balance. I yeah, mean, if absolutely. For show, absolutely, it is. Tonight it's balance. Uh, um. So go on. No, you go. No, I insist. I just thought that was a really interesting story. It sure was. It and, sure uh, was. I I I'd love to know if it's going to be a success or failure. By the way. It costs one hundred and seventy grand for each toilet for you know for the council to install. Wow, it's a lot of money. A lot of money. I don't know if I said it earlier on, but it just popped back into my head for some reason. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday, Norman! Um, I know we did wish you happy birthday earlier on, but uh, I did. I know I, I was saying that it was amazing. That it was so like every time it's your birthday, you have famous people that have the same birthday as you, and it's not really that crazy because there's seventeen. Point seven million people's birthdays every day. So, so you share your birthday with seventeen point seven million other people. So there's bound to be famous people there. Yeah. Uh, Who do you share your birthday? Bur- I can't even remember. But I just oh, thought yeah. I'd go back to that because it was an interesting one. But following on from your toilet, uh, interesting stuff with the toilet. I have two stories about toilets. Would you believe? Okay, great, crazy stuff. Um, <clears throat> gender neutral jacks put in school. No, you can't see, folks, but. There's a picture here of a, a male, the typical male you'd see on the, to- on the door of the toilet, a female wearing the skirt or the dress, and then a third person uh, that seems to be wearing a dress that's been ripped. 
So basically, it's half a dress. Half a dress and half trousers, I think. Yeah, yeah half yeah. a dress and half trousers. But it just, first of all, it just looks like it's been, her, her skirt has been ripped or damaged. Yeah. Which would lead you to think of potentially horrific circumstances. Uh, but that's not really the main bit I wanted to focus on. The main part I want to focus on is one of the country's newest secondary schools is to have gender neutral toilets fitted on each of its three floors. The Limerick Educate Together Secondary School will fit the facilities for students who do not identify as either male or female ahead of its opening in September 2021. What do you think of this? I think it's a bit unfair. Like if if a, a gender neutral person then wants to go to the toilet, they have to go to Limerick. Fucking mental. Well, no, they don't have to go to Limerick. Uh, this is just for the people who happen to already be in Limerick and the people who happen to attend this school. Uh, yeah, so you're asking, what do I think of it? I think it's. I know you're. I know you're going to say it's a nonsense idea. I'm right, am I? But I, I do think it's I'm a not, really good I'm idea. Not saying that. I, I think it's a great idea. I think it's a step in the right direction. So if I'm identifying as a male, I can go into it as well. Identifying as a female, I can go into it. Or if I'm identifying as neither, I can go into it. So it's like a unisex. Uh, yeah, okay. I would like to think of it as a unisex. Yeah, okay. toilet, yes. Well, this is great. Um, universities have had it in, in for a while now. So it, it's great that secondary schools are doing it. The only problem is, of course, you'll have most kids in secondary school are under 18. So they can't change their sex. Now, maybe they can identify, I suppose, as any gender. Well, that's the whole point. It's sex, about so. identifying. It's not about legally <clears throat> recognized okay. or anything like that. So what do you think about this whole gender fluidity thing? Do you think people should be allowed to identify as any gender they want? Yeah, like... That's great, thanks. I, so. I, 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 no, I, I do get it. Uh, to a point. I don't understand some of it. It, it just... I, I, I just can't fathom it. I can understand that some people may... The male may identify as a female. Female may identify as a male. I completely get that. I, I can understand why that would happen. But this thing of changing it on a daily basis or regular basis i don't really get i don't understand that can you explain and that i think a bit? so you know <coughs> there, there might be a person who will on one day identify as a male and the next day will identify as a female and that could even change on an hourly basis um i don't understand that yeah i agree it's a it's a little so, bit too far and i just wonder how it's great that people are being facilitated but it could lead to more problems, could it, in schools? Yeah, I mean, because I think about it, you all want to belong to a group. You in school, even you now, like think of the groups you belong to that you're proud of belonging to. So you want to belong to a group, and the problem is if you're gender neutral, it's not really a group at the moment anyway. So it feels like you won't, I think your identity won't form properly. And yet at the same time, I, I totally agree with this. I think it's fantastic. The idea of gender and sex being separated so how you identify as opposed to what your physical organs are i think that's brilliant i think I'm, I'm very happy to be living in a world where that's not an issue it's it's an issue but where people are being it's being addressed for it. yeah <clears throat> but you don't think it'll be a problem for the kids i do think it will be yeah but everything is a problem like the first blacks who fought for civil rights get lynched and get beaten up but they started the movement it's always going to be you know be the same with I suppose the so. First would you would you say that we should continue on with this path? That it's yes, oh, we definitely. push through, we push, we push, we push, we keep coming up with these things. And iron and, out and a lot of so- society, them. and I think a lot of us even are guilty of saying sometimes, "Oh my God, it's gone too PC now. What's happening?" You know, I think we're all guilty of saying that in some respect about any kind of various different topic. 
So how much do you take is what, is what I'm well, asking. I, think, you. I, I don't think there's anything to PC about that. I think it's excellent. You know, it's it's gender neutral anyway. It, it's, or would it not be better to just have toilets? And it doesn't. It's not male, female, or fluid. That's how I would identify that. It's, yeah, that's, but they, they have three doing? different types of toilets. But those pictures have always been there, I suppose. But I, I get what you're saying, but I think just that's the school is kind of doing it. They're doing it in a way, I think, explicitly to So you don't it. think, looking at this story, that there's three different toilets they can go into. So the boys go to the boys, girls go to the girls. I would have thought that, and to be then, honest, based on that picture. If yeah, you want, yeah. there's a third place you can go, Yeah, depending on what you want. for yourself like I'm not saying anything else do you know what I'm trying to say or do you think that all their toilets just anyone can go in I think they're all just sit down toilets aren't they you know if I was in a wheelchair I'd be pretty pissed off right now (laughs) (laughs) but that's how that's how it's going people aren't in photographs and fucking do you know what I mean and they get pissed off yeah do you know what I mean? So if the wheelchair picture isn't up there, wheelchair people get <laughs> yeah. pissed off over not having their phone And then there'll be someone else giving out, yeah? Yeah, it's just... It's, if I was African-American, I'd be thinking, am I not allowed to go into the toilet? Because as you can see, it's all white people in the picture. <laughs> Even and, the picture and I know what you're trying to say is, it's like, you're actually trying to be funny, but in a way you're no, actually I'm, correct. Yeah. You're genuinely... Somebody well, would say that. I, I look at that and I don't identify a white man versus a black man. But you can understand why people would be like, oh, why isn't he black? Yeah. Actually, it's interesting. Craziest. I'm on a WhatsApp group where um, the chap will occasionally check, are you able to play football tonight? We need the numbers. And he basically asked, it was before one of the Ireland matches two or three weeks ago, or that was on a Tuesday, and he said, look, just thumbs up if you can make it on Tuesday, thumbs down if you're going to be watching the match. So I did a thumbs up. <coughs> but you know the way the thumbs up... Like, could he not have just left it as... Just let me know, and then if you want I know, to, I know, but he, spe- he yes specified no. the thumbs up. I can show it's you. Fra- it seems like a very controlling group. It's on. interesting that you should say that. But anyway, <coughs> I put the thumbs up. Now the default position of the thumbs up is kind of like a, a Caucasian thumb, isn't it? Yeah, it's the first yeah. one in the list. It's actually the second one. Believe it or not. What's the first one? It's more white than us. Okay. But anyway, I know you don't believe that. You'll check it out in a sec, but you'll be right. Um, so there's five settings that no I'll be right but I had obviously done um, an African American thumb up at one point so it's my now <laughs> default uh, for position what, for what reason I'd say my hand slipped as I was doing it probably okay, okay. Um, <laughs> and for 18 months <laughs> <laughs> we're glad to have you back now <laughs> um, <laughs> You see, isn't it better than it's used for this than giving your story, like I said? Um, Gotta trust me, man. But go on, continue on. I was even talking. See, that's our thing now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you Um, wanted to give a whole fucking documentary on what happened to you. No, it's a a, a mythos. That's true. What was he talking? Oh, yeah, the thumbs up. So mine comes up now automatically as an African-American thumb. All right, so I just clicked thumbs up that I was going. And the minute it went onto the group, I saw that it was, in, it was a, a black skin thumb. And I started panicking because one of the players on the team is mixed race. I've never asked him about it. Like I've, and I've had him in my car and everything. And <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's interesting. I gave him a lift. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Just in case my tire broke. <laughs> so... <laughs> Please continue. Tell us your story. <laughs> so he's in the group and the minute I sent the 
the thing I, I started panicking and I was like will I delete it so I quickly checked if anyone had seen it but it's about 30 in the group so obviously a couple of lads already seen it so I couldn't delete the message so I had to delete it as is right oh, and I was just sake. panicking I was overly politically correct I was afraid right the guy I'm not going to name him but and he's a lovely guy but he's going to see it and think I'm being racist right so then a couple of lads thumbed up and thumbed down I was waiting for your man to, to put his thumb up or thumb down and then I was just thinking, oh fuck! Now he's now he's definitely seen. But what if he put up a white yeah. one or whatever? Like, do exactly. I was kind of fantasizing he'll put up a white one, and then it'll be a joke between us, and it'll be totally fine. But, no, but would he, would he not just put up a white one anyway? Normally, that's a good question. Like, why would if I was black, would I change my? Would you compare your hog on in to change your finger to a thumbs up? Black probably. Thumbs up? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think that's a really good question. But why why is there a need if we're all the same? Yeah, but it's not that there's a need, there's a want. Obviously, people want to have the option. That's a good to answer to the question. Color. That's a good answer to the question. I think that's a brilliant question you've asked. Would, would a, an Irish African American go to the trouble of changing the skin tone on on all the, the emojis? Mm. But anyway, your man your man never replied to the group. He never replied thumbs up or thumbs down. And he was which, never seen again. Which, well, well, he doesn't it's, play regularly with it's us. It's 18 months. <laughs> no, but like, he, has he been back since? No. But it's he, he was he's an infrequent guy, you know the way like we'll keep telling yourself that. So you're basically say, scared away. I don't want to say often like if you don't turn up for work, you don't turn up for football all that often. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. You know, not notorious for for being hardworking. So you expect him to be back at some point. Yes, and I I I'm I, by this stage I was fine. I'm not worried about. Yeah, but I, but you're, so you're, long. But, but is he coming back because he's over it, or is he coming back no, because coming back. it's he just circumstance? He, he doesn't he doesn't often come. Okay, so, so you're not you don't think that you're I'm not worried now. But what made it worse was loads of people texted like you know the, the up and uh, tum down tum. But then my brother who's in the group texted a down tum in the African American skin tone. I'm Your not brother asking. did my brother. Now, <laughs> so now it's a family affair. I was, well, he was obviously doing it as a joke, replying to me. Mm. He doesn't. He doesn't play all that often. And my understanding is he doesn't know that there's an African American on the WhatsApp group, which got me over fucking analyzing. Do I text him and then make him sweat over it? Does he try to? So he doesn't know that there might be an African American. He does now. I told him, but at the time he wouldn't have. I don't think he would have. I don't think he him, the two of them would have ever played at the same time. But together. you might kind of have seen his profile pictures or something. Uh, or in a massive big group, would it, you? Does the guy have a, a, a atypical African American name? No, no. Can't. So, all right. So yeah, okay. The surname. I don't know. Okay, so it's not in the WhatsApp group. Okay, it's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, go on. What happened? Well, that's it. That's it. I just overanalyzed. And nothing shit happened ever again. No, nothing happened. But isn't it yeah. terrible that you, you you have to think but like that? That's my point. It yeah. drives me mad. I I had the same. I was recently on holidays, and you're in the pool, um, you know the kiddies pool, <laughs> with your <laughs> with your own children. 18. <laughs> with your own children playing or messing or whatever and then you have all these other random kids coming over to you talking to you some don't even speak English talking to you yeah. or to your kids to me and obviously my kid they start playing more but they start talking to you and then they're trying to splash you and play with you and you, you just feel so awkward because like I should be able to just play and be nice to the to the, to the kid do you know what I mean but you're obviously thinking you know what does other people think it is or like, am I going to be accused of something and the yeah, world has gone crazy in the you're very naive to even be talking to the kids I know but there's a part of me that's like there's nothing I'm not doing nothing wrong so like we, we need to 
take a step back here and say, well, you're not that's... a child that um, Jimmy Savile held milk a cow. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's not me. That's a good sketch, actually. Yeah, but uh, yeah, do you know what I mean? So there's a part of me that's like, this is weird, but it shouldn't be weird. You're over analysing it. Yeah, am I over? So just relax, Brian, and everything's okay. You're just Goldie. Uh, yeah, relax, relax Goldie. Goldie, whoever. Well, her face is out there now, P. Do you know what I mean? So, do you know what I mean? I, I, I there should be no issue with it. But you, funnily you, enough, I was you, at a party on uh, Sunday. Yeah, my release. You don't invite me. You know, I was at a party in the jump zone. There was an eight-year-old uh, birthday party. <laughs> How did you wang it? <laughs> 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 no, I, I was. And, uh, so the, that girl who's six poses as... Or that girl who's 33 poses as a six-year-old. You're posing as, posing as an eight-year-old. No, I, uh, no, I like to joke, but no. Uh, my son was attending the, the party. I, I, I really dropped him off. And I, I left him there. I went off and did... I actually waited in the car park to be honest and watch some Netflix. <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> I waited in the car park, yeah. <laughs> so you could watch all the kids. Go. No, I was watching Netflix. This uh, is revelatory. <laughs> fucking revelatory. It's like I can Netflix see. I can see what you're thinking. I can see what you're thinking <laughs> yeah. now. I can doctor all these words. <laughs> but no. I don't like, need to doctor him. <laughs> Literally just no, I was in the together. car park just waiting for my son to come out at the, the party. Uh, and there's no point in me going home. But by the time I got home, I'd have to come back kind of thing. So, uh, <laughs> can I just get rid of the word back there? No, but genuinely, By the time I come home, I would have to come. I would have to come back, yeah. So, I get, I delete back. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I know, yeah. Anyway, stay in the car. Yeah, yeah, so it came to the time to collect them. So, I went in, it was a few minutes ago. I said, I'll go to the loo. I went into the loo, and of course, I go in, and there's only two fucking uh, toilets basically free. So, I went up. The little kid, and toilet, a little like kid yeah, yeah, and there's a little yeah. kid on the right hand side having a piss. I'm like, for fuck's sake, this is awkward now. Yeah. And it shouldn't be. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And then I walked in and I actually purposely turned at an angle. So even if he looked to the left, he wouldn't see anything. So there was no... <laughs> what was he this <laughs> No, but like, I, I turned purposely. So even if he looked, to like, there's no way I could be accused of looking at him or him looking at me. I kind of turned so you're away. Paranoid about it. Yeah. And he, like, I, he never looked up at my face at all. Right, so you could have got away with it. No, no. So what, the point is, I've obviously been on holidays. I've obviously been, I've obviously been on holidays. So you look quite <laughs> so, dark. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm tanned. It's <laughs> <laughs> a black male. <laughs> No, the point I'm trying to make it at is that I look so tanned. So I would have thought that his next question, the fact that I was tanned would have prompted the question, but it didn't. <laughs> what question do you expect an eight-year-old eight to ask you about your tan? No, you're not. What question were you expecting? I wasn't expecting any question. <laughs> But if there was a question to be expected, it wouldn't be the question I got asked if he hadn't looked at me. <coughs> so he didn't look at me, basically, is what I'm trying to say. So he didn't know that I tanned, right? And he turns around to me and he says... Free tanned everywhere. <laughs> right? <laughs> he says, where did you go on holidays? And I thought to myself, Ugh. how does this little fucker know 
that I was on holidays because I know he didn't look at me when I came in. So he couldn't have known I was tanned. So obviously this is just a kid in his natural habitat. <laughs> asking anyone who walked in, his next question was always going to be, where did you go on your holidays? And I said, Lanzarote. And he says, uh, oh, I went to Italy, he says. And I was like, oh, very nice. And then that's it. Right. But it was a weird exchange. So you're suggesting that this kid's first question to every person he meets is where where did you go? And well, the fact of the matter is, he I, I I like I would if if I had to come in and he looked at me and I said, oh, "Hey, hey," and then we went to have a piss. <clears throat> you might say to somebody, "Oh, we're you on holidays?" Because you've looked at me, and you notice I might have a bit of a tan. He didn't look at me, so there was no reason for him to be prompted to the fact that I was on holiday. So it was very strange for him to ask that question in October. Well. November yes, even that's true you claimed though you turned away from him yeah so like, you, could have been, you could have been staring and wanking all over the back and you wouldn't have known well, your head would be I don't think you need way. to talk about things like that but it was just an unusual situation <laughs> it was an unusual situation and we shouldn't be made feel uncomfortable oh. in the wait a sec so you, you did or didn't feel uncomfortable I did yeah just the fact that there was a kid even there before I even opened my mouth <laughs> <laughs> No, but before I even opened my fucking mouth to him, like, I just was like, this feels wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why you think that's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) No, but do you know what I mean? Like... We should be able to just go in and have a piss without feeling awkward in, in things. And I don't. Do you get that? Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. I, I bring my kids swimming a lot and I, I'm really paranoid. You know, like, I don't want to look at a little kid and say she's cute or even think that. Yeah. You feel... But you should. It's, it's perfectly normal. It's just... It's, it's, the, the world has gone mad. But, I, yeah, but I can see why. Yeah. You well, we're, sti- we're sticking with the toilet team there. That's another few toilet stories. I'm yeah. going to go with one more. Okay. Because um, <clears throat> I had a good link there, but don't worry. Centre Park's trans battle. First big firm to ban non-op toilet access. So this is completely different from the article where the school is, is creating a gender fluid uh, uh, facility. It's the opposite, is it? This saying? is the opposite. They're saying they're actually actively banning people uh, unless they have had the operation. Wow. Um, and they believe that they're they're complying with uh, the Equality Act that if they're in the period between uh, transforming I suppose is the, the, the right word to use from a male to female or female to male whatever the case might be they're entitled to use these yeah. private facilities so they are actually providing facilities for them oh okay and it's not a disabled toilet no and it's not a male and it's not a female but they won't allow a male who's transitioning to a female go into the female bathroom Jeez, until I, I, the operation is done. I would have no problem with that. I think they're totally right. Would you not? Yeah, it's it, it, it makes sense. Um, it's basically a man who is still physically a man but is identifying as a woman but hasn't had operations yet. Yeah. I think they're totally right. I can't believe, like, are you saying other 
parks allow men who identify themselves as women Well, I think this in? is the question that everywhere is asking to asking okay, themselves. So this and is nobody, the first, the first to actually come out and probably make an actual decision on it. Okay. Uh, because it's it's very new territory for for yeah. businesses, for governments, even for as we saw schools, mm. it, it's it's not that different. Not easy, the, yeah. the people being that way or transgender or whatever is new. It's just we're newly starting handling. To kind of yeah, handling. I think governments, though, yeah, you mentioned they have to lead the way. They have to make government buildings. But again, I I'd agree with you. I don't want to. I don't want them doing this like all different options. Just just all toilets should be used. If we're sex. all equal, we're all equal. Yeah. You know, why is there male and fo- female football teams? Well, that's a different question, I suppose. But I get, I get where you're coming from. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, just have have unisex toilets with no issues. You know, if if the, if the, if we could afford them, have every toilet basically be a disabled toilet and just not identified as abled and disabled kind of thing as well. In an ideal world, I know those toilets are what twice the size legally or or whatever the name. Of the yeah, well, that's to facilitate people that might be using. Equipment yeah, and totally. Chairs and yeah, yeah. Like and, so you do have to. Have got, have. And I, I bring my kids to the disabled toilet. Okay, I don't want to be bringing them in now at the age they are into the male toilets. You know, so I, I just we just wait for the disabled. And toilet. I suppose you're technically you're disabled at that particular time because you have kids hanging out of you. And yeah, yeah. There, there is an argument, I suppose. <laughs> there, but a, and a I don't mean that toilet in a, in always a, has it lightly. I mean that mm. you could argue that you have. Uh, yeah. A special need, I suppose, rather yeah. than a disability. Actually, Your special need is you need you, more space because you've got two kids. Great segue here. I didn't note this down because I wasn't. I didn't think it was interesting enough. But one of the stories this week is there was a letter into one of the national newspapers in England, complaining about the disabled spaces and the family spaces in supermarkets and department stores. You know the way they are the nearest the to the door mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. If you've got a family, you don't want the kid to be exposed to. To running out under a car or whatever, so it's you know it's near it's near enough and disabled one's near enough. So a guy wrote to the newspaper saying that if if you if you're a breeder, so if you've got kids, you're used to running after them, you bred healthy children, so you're fit, so you should not need to be the nearest to the <coughs> to the entrance doors of the department. He was saying that these spaces should be reserved for the richest customers, right? And his argument was the richest customers buy the most shit in in the shop. So they have the most difficulty bringing the goods out of the shop. So they should be allowed to have the, the disabled space, for want of a better word. It should be reserved for the wealthy. Now, I don't know, was he being satirical? Was he, was he just mocking the whole idea of having a family space, you know, which isn't used by families, it's used by everyone. But um, I thought it was an interesting approach to it, just while you were talking about... No, it definitely is. Um, and did, did they go into any detail as to how they would police that? Well, no, this is just a random or like you or me writing a letter into the newspaper. Yeah, but did he have, like, did he explain how that would happen? No. Like, you know, how would we know who was rich enough? That's a good question. To park in that particular spot. Would you have to have a certain type of car? He doesn't say that at all. But again, I I do think he was being satirical. Okay. Very interesting. But I I think he's making the point that these are ridiculous, that we should, that we should let families and disabled people be necessarily nearest the shop. Now I don't agree with it. And I think that they should be, but I think he was he was mocking that in a smart way. Yeah, I know. I fully understand what you're saying. Do you know now? I just wanted to know if we had a method. Okay. To do, it. do you know that people with um, an intellectual disability are allowed now to use the the traditional disabled spaces? So they they're not physically disabled. Does that make sense? So if I had um, Asperger's syndrome, I'm now allowed to park in in a in a disabled space, whereas yeah, up, yeah. up to now. You weren't allowed. You'd have a physical disability. <clears throat> to be physical, yeah. I wasn't aware of that, no. Right. No. And what do you think? Do you think that's fair enough? Or 
Like physically you're I don't saying. know I don't know like it depends there's, there's like intellectual disabilities vary from people not being able to talk never mind drive a vehicle to people who lead everyday normal lives mm. you could say the same about a physical disability though as well there's like people that are yeah but they <coughs> yeah but for them to actually have. walk or roll or whatever mode of transport they're using to get from A to B is going to be longer so therefore, you're actually physically helping them. Yes, but what I mean is, like, is I, it, I could why, have lost why, an ear. Why would a person with Asperger's, for example, and I don't know, and I, and I apologize, I might be a little bit ignorant to, to this topic, um, but my vision of Asperger's is, is, and I understand that my people like can't lead normal lives, but majority of them, I think, do believe, <laughs> do lead healthy, normal lives with jobs and get married and have children and whatever. So that's my vision. It's kind of, I suppose, the best of the, the Asperger's book <laughs> is what I mean. So why should they have to get special spots if... Is, is it just a pain in the arse for them to have to walk? Like, well, I just use Asperger's as a specific example. Anyone with an intellectual disability is now entitled. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's too broad. I agree. Saying that anyone with an intellectual disability can park there is too broad because you've got people who are... You wouldn't notice there was an issue. Yeah. But you can say the same about a physical move. disability. If I've lost an ear. I don't think that counts. Oh, does it not? Okay, sorry. I thought that was a disability. Sorry. Like a part of your ear. Let's say I'd lost a full ear. But if you've lost, I, I, I suppose. A the, limb there. I suppose the best way to put it to you, Charlie, would be to say if you've lost an ability or sense. So if by losing that ear, your, your hearing has been impacted, well, then yes, you'd have a disability. But if, if something happened to your ear, but your hearing was still normal levels or 100% is that, or whatever is that, are you, is that like I'm speculating oh, no, I'm okay, speculating like, and I think that would make more sense because people get tops of their ear cut off I know but, but, so what, but I'm just agreeing with you in that you're pointing out that the intellectual disability doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense it's too broad I'm arguing that I agree with you and that the physical disabilities are probably too broad as well like should it be just people in a wheelchair or with mobility well, think, issues but I think that's assessed <clears> isn't it because people with Physical disabilities, they'll have like car stickers and stuff like that that they can identify as having disabilities. Because otherwise, how does the car- <laughs> you go to the doctor? My kid goes to the doctor and get a sticker from Disney. You go to the doctor, he puts you in a wheelchair. <laughs> now, you know what I'm trying to say, don't you? Yeah. yeah like, otherwise, so I, I didn't know, though, that if the, you're, you you're speculating a, here. No, you, no, no, I know this for a fact. There's okay. disability stickers. <laughs> that you put on cars so that. when you rock up to the, to the <laughs> <You say> rock. <laughs> yeah like when you arrive <laughs> I, I mean that in the normal sense of the word but when you arrive <laughs> to, to the parking spot and you park you, the sticker's already on it or you might have a car that you put on the dash so people know or park wardens yeah. or not park wardens like traffic wardens or whatever <laughs> <laughs> I suppose park wardens do. Yeah. So no, be trying to poach cars. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's dog in the car to trying to poach. Yeah. Otherwise, how do they know whether to clamp it or not? Is what I'm trying to say. So, is a disability sticker a wheelchair? Yeah, uh, I believe so, but I'm okay. not entirely sure. All right. Okay. See, I didn't know how you define a physical. I, I thought so. They'd I'd... have those stickers issued to them by certain doctors yeah. or government branches. Do you know what I mean? Right. So, so, if I lose an ear, I don't get that. Exactly. Yeah, that's okay. where I'm going. See, I didn't realize that. So someone tells you basically, so you can, you can't identify as disabled then. No, you can't. But you that's can't. probably the next thing that's coming, isn't it? <laughs> well, t- 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 you sent me the picture. Somebody wants yeah. to identify as 
French. French, and they were Russian or something like that, wasn't it? Or oh, African they're, they're or African, something. Yeah, so they clearly they, wanted to leave the African country. And they just wanted to say, well, why can't I identify as someone else? And they're right, why shouldn't they? On on that point, can can I? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, we're. we're so there's a man. We're, who, we're a bit short on time, but. Okay, there's a man who. um <clears throat> Who got it? Him? You know the way you can get your DNA tested, and it will one of the one of the things that will come up in that Take test the story. is your ethnicity. Uh, so he he has four percent African DNA, and he wants to identify as as a um, black man now. So his name is Ralph Taylor. So he's got a, he's got a, kind of kind of got a black name. Would you agree, Ralph? Oh, well, black I first Taylor. Th- I I first th- I, I first think of. Uh, Wreck It Ralph, who's a cartoon character, and he's a white monkey. Uh, <laughs> he's basically. Oh, that's Donkey Kong, isn't it? What's Wreck It Ralph? <laughs> What's Wreck It Ralph? I'm fucking up with my mouth. <laughs> I'm thinking of Donkey Kong. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't you send me the link? Wreck It Ralph is broadcasters, a white woman and an African American man. We're watching a, a cute video from the zoo, and the African American, the the American Caucasian <laughs> broadcaster says he reminds me. He looks yes, a little bit like yeah, you. Yeah. And like she, it was a monkey or taking a picture of a gorilla or something. Yeah. 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 And she um, had to apologise. Then she had yeah. to apologise. I'm surprised she didn't lose her job. <clears throat> yeah, but no, I haven't said anything remotely like that. Yeah. What I, I'm getting confused between is I think Wreck-It Ralph is kind of a knockoff of Donkey Kong. Right. Or <laughs> rampage just, or something. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's just, it's just I had an issue. Like, but Donkey Kong is a white monkey. <laughs> he is though. Like, okay, I'm not going to respond to that. No matter what I'm just, I'm just trying to say. Yeah, so I'm not being in any way. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not confirming or, or denying it. I'm just. <laughs> Walking I don't know away. why it shouldn't be funny. Maybe we're just excited to be back on the show, guys. Uh, I don't think there's anything funny about that. No, it shouldn't be funny whatsoever. Um, so what else have you got for us there, Charlie? Yeah, well, I was talking about this man with four percent African DNA. Yeah. So he wants to be identified as African American now, and I was asking myself why. Now I'm I, I'm going to throw it out to you. I, you're not going to get the right answer because it's very strange. Oh, you never know. Go on then. <laughs> or why, why the reason he wants to identify as black well yeah he he he'd an ulterior mode and yeah. he's living in America yeah benefits can you explain that a little bit because <laughs> you're pissed off that I'm after getting it because uh, in certain parts of America I think black people an ethnic minority are class is something different so they get different benefits to help them brilliant yes yeah. now this man is, is owns a business so it, it seems to apply to businesses as well and this will probably piss you off when you hear the name of the com- and the name of the government department or whatever that looks after it but yeah businesses well, get... well you wrote me off and said I'd never get that yeah no you did really well appreciate it uh, yeah, so a bit of appreciation goes a long way folks um, <coughs> so basically there is a <coughs> there's a benefit for being like not just an individual but if you if you if you're run, a black businessman, yes. If you run a company, um, so if it's if it's a minority owned company, and this is probably really gonna piss you off. So I checked up like, who does who decides? So I was thinking, how could I identify? So so the man was obviously doing this so he could get tax benefits or whatever the benefit is, the financial benefit. But I was thinking, how do you decide then? Like, what is the cutoff point? You know, who who decides if you're a minority company? You're not going to like this one. The full title of the people that decide this is the Office of Minority and Women's Business Enterprise. 
So they're classing women as minorities. Yes. <coughs> well, they've, they've ironically not classed them as minorities, I suppose, by separating them. But yeah, they're putting them in. They're lumping well, them in they're the same. identifying that they were at once upon a time. A, yeah, and that a minority that, 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 that they had if no you, votes and whatever. Yeah, and if, if you're a woman who owns a business, you're going to get the same benefit yeah. as the, as an African American. Yeah, over a man who owns a business. Any comment on that? Um. So there are the people that will certify. Yeah, this business is minority owned. Yeah, no, I, I, there definitely has to be a check in place in relation to it for sure um oh yeah yeah i agree so i understand the whole point if you are with them <coughs> in the minority you want to, the goal is supposed to integrate these people into society so they're no longer a minority they're just who they are yeah and let them they're do part of by society the financial r- r- rung yeah so they're, yeah. they're helping them with education they're helping them with housing they're helping them with uh get finding jobs and whatever else the case is you know if, if you don't give these people money they're going to resort to crime which isn't going to help either so I think they're giving them every opportunity they can to, to become part of society okay. you know I appreciate that I, I suppose <coughs> I, I should have asked it more clearly I mean it's but I don't think but, think but, but I don't but I don't think it should be labelled the minority so what I'm trying to get at here and I might not articulate this properly but <coughs> Why does it have to be an like an African American? So are we saying it's the African American people in a particular area because that's they're generally demographically the people that are in poverty in a particular state or city or mm. whatever the case might be. So why not just give it to all poor people, all people who have a certain level of income? So therefore, it doesn't matter if you're black or white. Juice, you're brilliant. You're absolutely on fire tonight, Goldie, because it turns out this guy wasn't really a scam artist. I, he's doing this. He's suing this office, this government office. But he's not... They're claiming he's doing it just to try and make a quick book. But he is. And he is. And highlighting the point. But he's highlighting the point. He's saying, how do you clarify someone who's black? That was his first issue. He says, how do you identify someone who's black? So he has 4% DNA. He's being facetious, but he's making a fair point. Like, no one presumably is 100% African-American DNA. You know, you've got... You're clearly a mixture, Caucasian, American, because you go f- as far back. His pa- his identification now in his birth cert is black, Native American, Caucasian, and Hispanic. Now, he said that Hispanic is just out of solidarity with his Hispanic brothers. <laughs> but the first three, Brilliant. he has a certain amount of DNA of Native yeah, yeah. American in him. So I think he's making a really interesting point because he says he, he says in the, in the letter he wrote to them, how black do you have to be? Is it Condoleezza Rice? Is it Snoop Dogg? And he named the list of, of people. So he says you can't... Uh, and now, they, their response pissed him off. And this why he's probably why he's, partly why he's Is this your it. nuke? No, no, I just think <coughs> it's really interesting. Okay. And he says... <coughs> sorry, they said to him that you don't know because you're not black yourself. So that a black person... He, he's kind of saying... They're basically saying that I can't know how, how you define a black person because I'm not black. And they're saying they know because they're black. A black person knows black person. I think he's raising a really good point because that's a that's a shit answer, you know that you can't know like you know that kind of joke we would have heard as kids. Do you know how bad it was in Vietnam? And the answer is like you can't know you weren't there. That kind of thing. It's mm. a cop out. So fair fucks to the guy, even if it is a quick book or whatever, even publicity for his company. It's good to make the point because it's, yeah, it's pushing too far to one side, and I think this highlights that. Let's stop branding people differently. We're all equal we're all the same we're all entitled to the same rights the same standard of living stop labeling ourselves as 
black, white, Irish, Catholic, Protestant, Apache, whatever it is, we're all just people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what needs to happen. That's where it needs to be pushed. Maybe that is where we'd end up. Maybe these <coughs> I kind hope of so. faux pas I hope so. But what also got me thinking about it was if if a woman gets this benefit, and you think of what we were talking about earlier about transgender, if I chose a so smart people, business move to benefit <coughs> transgender, yeah. I make a profit out of it if I if I own yeah. a company. You and know, that's so probably the next thing that'll happen. Yeah. Um, like what's to stop you tomorrow deciding in your workplace or me tomorrow deciding in my workplace that I'm going to identify this way mm. you're so perfectly entitled to do it and it's open to to uh, what's the word I'm looking for it's open to it's abuse okay. yeah it is but um, I suppose so many things are. but everything is yeah. everything in life is it, it's just new to us I guess which is why it's yeah. somewhat fascinating I remember getting into a debate <coughs> once with someone and they said look basically our, our government I don't know if this is correct or not but he was saying our government allows you to identify as whoever you want. They just don't have to recognize you as such. I think that's yes. a good distinction. Yes. You're free to identify as who you want, but we do not have to set rules in place to benefit you necessarily. Yeah, and I think that's a fair compromise, yeah. in fairness. Uh, we're coming toward... We're, we're actually, it's a long show tonight. Um, and you've talked about a debate, which is interesting. Uh, you said you had a debate with somebody recently, which will lead us into our next segment. But before we go into that segment and finish with the news... Uh, what is your nuke this week, Charlie? I suppose that's my nuke. Now if we're stuck for time, I have one more story. Do you have any more stories? Is it no? But like you're, what you're saying is your nuke is going to be better than all those stories you've had so far. No, I don't think so. So you basically went with the flow rather than leaving the nuke as the nuke. Sorry, folks, we won't be having the nuke uh, this week on our show. But that's fine. It's fine. He's only. Do you have a nuke? Settling himself back in. I don't bring nukes. All right. So okay. So so I I find out now I have to bring a nuke. No, no. You were told, and you always brought nukes uh, because your stories are generally subpar, uh, and you had to have something to bring it back. That was how it was founded. Brilliant. Let's be honest. No, but, but your stories I, yeah, tonight have been quite good. Uh, in fairness to you, um, we're going to move on to another new part of our show called debatable, and. We're basically going to play a game, a debatable, uh, and because it's a, it's a great little game, I'll give it a little plug here. Uh, debatable, a seriously silly party game for people who love to argue, and who loves to argue no more than yourself and myself. Uh, this is made by Mind Made Games, uh, actually made in China. Three to sixteen players, ages fifteen plus thirty to one hundred twenty minutes. Great little game, and basically the whole point is we debate a topic. We'll have some quirks. So, uh, for example, we'll take this. Should child models be banned? So myself and Charlie will have to argue that and we'll get a little quirk and it'll be blame the animals. So I'll have to blame the animals and Charlie might have to uh, be ridiculously polite throughout the whole debate. So it's, it's just a fun little game. If you're playing the full game, obviously people would rate us and there'll be points awarded and all the usual razzmatazz that goes with these kind of games. Um, <clears throat> do you understand the premise? I do. And we'll have, I suppose, as long as it takes. You'd normally have a moderator, but we'll uh, we'll try and moderate ourselves as much as we possibly can. We did a timer, will we? Well, you know, see, it doesn't work like that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the moderator as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid question, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I let you pick the debate. Will I? Yeah. Okay. We both have to debate the same thing. <coughs> yes. Obviously, that is... Yeah, okay. But I get to decide who's yes and who's no. So we're moderating ourselves in a, in a very fair way. 
So, the debate topic is... Should we stop photoshopping models? Should we stop photoshopping models? Uh, and I'm going to select you to vote yes. That we should start photoshopping models. Stop. Stop. Photoshop. We should stop, yes. And I'm going to vote no that we should keep photoshopping them. Uh, you have a look at your quirk there. It'll be the first one that you... It's this one. That'll be your quirk. <clears throat> and my quirk is this. I think we should try and guess the person's quirk after doing it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So fucking agreed with me. Okay. So now uh, <clears throat> we're going to open up with your argument. So you'll get an opportunity to speak. I won't interrupt you. Then I'll get an opportunity to speak. You won't interrupt me. Then we'll go into a little debate. Then we'll have a closing argument. Okay. So go ahead, Charlie, and give us your reasons that we should stop photoshopping. I'm glad models. you gave me the easy side of the argument because it's quite clear that models um, have a very high power in our society and that they influence the minds and the behavior of young girls and, and older girls as well and young men. So if we present an unrealistic view of, of the human body or human fashion, if it's too expensive or whatever, if we are showing young people images that are not really related to life because they've been showed photoshopped when her model has been made thinner, her breasts have been reduced, she's been made taller, whatever it is, that creates an inferiority complex on the, the young girl who's watching or whatever. But I think that there's no way that you can argue against that one, to be honest. Um, okay, so th thank you, thank you. No, uh, I, I act, I'm not done. If I could have another minute, if that's okay, all right. You'll have another um, second, yeah. Another second. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think as well, it's unfair on the models themselves. Because if if I've decided to go into... This is just your opening statement. Oh, sorry. No, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? This all right, well, I don't statement. think you'll come up with a better opening okay. statement than Okay, well, my opening, my opening statement uh, in relation to this is... Does a bear shit in the woods? Like, let's be honest about it. Everyone knows it happens. We can't approve it. All right? We don't know. So, <laughs> I think the most important thing here, I know I'm after totally skewing that argument up, but I'll continue anyway. <laughs> right? <laughs> is, we get sick of looking at stuff in our reality, in our lives. We all get up in the morning... You know, we go to work, we go through basically life struggle, whether it's college, work, traveling, you know, transporting <laughs> to all these different places, public transport, whatever. We spend a lot of our time on the go. We probably don't have time to look after ourselves. We don't have time to look after our bodies. And we recognize that maybe other women don't, men and women, we don't. None of us have the time to do this stuff. So we're settling for less lately. Do you know what I mean? We don't have time to go out after that supermodel. Because in order to do that, I have to be a certain way or I have to do a certain thing. So now what we can do is we can just look at this shit in magazines and fantasize about it and live that fucking dream. It's a window. It's a tool for us. So that's why we need to keep uh, Photoshop women. And um, this guy walked into a bar the other day and said, ouch. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, it's me. Did you hear about the horse that walked into the bar? No. The barman said, "Why long face?" <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. So now we're going to start our. We've got their opening statements, and we're going to start our arguments. So basically, what you're trying to tell me, Charlie, is that we're given a bad complex 
to our children that they have to you know look like this and if they don't look like this they're not normal and they won't be accepted and it's only an untenable goal is that what you're saying we've heard the argument a hundred times before do you know what I mean alright Paddy Irishman Paddy Irishman Paddy Scotsman we're <laughs> on a plane alright there's only two parachutes planes crashing who gets it do you know what I mean I yeah. can't remember the fucking joke and a photoshop one gets it so let's go back to your argument for ignoring for a, for a moment they haven't disproved mine and I don't I defy you to come up with a better argument than this one to be honest Um. You are basically saying because it already is in existence, because it's out there, you can't put a bat in the box, so just let it continue. So because there's paedophiles out there in the world, we shouldn't try to prevent paedophilia happen. Just let it be, you know, continue. No, that, but what's your exact no, same but the problem, because the, it's already what out I'm there, saying is, is it not a, it? is it not bad that people are so busy in their daily lives that they don't have the time to work out? They're settling for less. So give them a little bit of a fantasy in looking at these photographs but also not only that it might in a weird way encourage them to attain that goal again and get out there and be fit it could actually have be a dual benefit for these people do you know what I mean alright I walked into a, a butcher's there the other day and I said I bet you can't reach those stakes and he says no way the stakes are so high do you know what I mean like what are you going to do about it it's, it's common sense and if people just look at it normally there, there, there wouldn't be an issue but if we take your butcher analogy for a second there. If you take, for example, why why was the, why was did the, the chungum cross the road? Because it was stuck to the chicken's foot. Exactly. Exactly. You're on the same wavelength as me. You know where I'm going with this. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. You've proved your point perfectly there. I still don't think you've come near to proving mine, and I defy you to prove it. Because you're not going to. You know, there is absolutely no way you can prove that I'm wrong. There's absolutely no way that you can prove what you've said is right, because it's based on spurious logic. In no logic at all, actually. It's actually yeah. based on <laughs> it's common sense. Mind. It's based on common sense. Common sense. So, <clears throat> so basically, we should make people sh- show them unrealistic images of themselves, of of other humans. Well, well, I'm not saying that we shouldn't censor it. Maybe it should be uh, restricted or made available to certain people. Um, now the question is, should we stop it? And you're saying I'm no, saying we no. We shouldn't. We need yeah. to keep photoshopping for the reasons I've just outlined. Right. Do you understand? How do you make I a snooker table laugh? You put your hand in his pocket and tittle his balls. Do you know what I mean? Like, brilliant. It's it, it's it's quite simple. So that's our arguments. Right. right. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I'd like to make a, a, a closing argument. <laughs> I know we leave it at that. That's what yeah. we'll do. Uh, so can you? Uh, and basically, what happened now? We'd have a round of voting, and if it was a draw, we'd have to come up with a tagline for our campaign, and oh, then the adjudicator good. would would. It's like a tiebreaker tie there, is it? A tiebreaker, essentially. So, do you know what I was? Or what was my uh, quirk? Yeah, telling jokes. Yeah, I'll give you that. Telling bad jokes was my quirk. Telling bad jokes. Make okay. bad jokes as a distraction. Okay. And yours was somebody that just denied everything I said. No, good try, though. No, it's to give you ultimatums. Okay. You will not come back with this you will not do this you know all right okay yeah okay so it was give your opponent an ultimatum i suppose you did do that uh so uh who do you think won that situation a draw are we going with a draw i think yeah and, and, and we let the people decide uh it's a great game you can imagine how it plays with uh, a group of party people I'm coming up christmas great present it's Stock a gr- filler <coughs> it's a great gift in relation to it um, <laughs> give it to your one okay you go there you What's go. Who? The Cuban. 
from the shop. Yeah. Oh, uh, Marcy. No. Leslie Cabezas Martinova. Stocking filler for her. A stocking filler for Leslie Cabezas Martinova. Thanks a million for watching. It's been absolutely fantastic. It has to have you back Great on the show. I am. And I'm to have a show. Same I I'm glad you didn't do one without me. I would never do it without you. So, uh, listen, folks, we are back. Midnight in Baghdad, season five. Good night. God bless. And thanks for listening.